0: Algar Productions. Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Episode 20. Heart of Steel Part 2, and If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? With Devlin Grimm.
0: Hi chums, it's time for some more Robots and Riddles. The mm-hmm. Robots and Riddles show is what we're
2: doing, I guess. Well, the robots we're used to, the riddles are new.
0: Yeah, well, are they though? They're already mm-hmm. a bit stale, I would say. <laughs> and uh, Devlin, welcome,
3: yes. good to have you. Hey, thanks for having me for the Robot and Riddle show? Yeah, yep. that's that that's what, what I what signed
2: we're, up for? Ever so <laughs> every week we review a robot and a riddle. Uh huh.
0: We talk about how the robot is good and the riddle is not.
3: <laughs> oh, I've been promoting this all wrong.
0: <laughs> I mean you've been promoting it, which is better than us. Uh-huh.
2: That's <laughs> so, not true. I got drunk and yelled about this show for a while yesterday.
0: That's true. I prodded you. I said, Hey, why don't you why don't you yell about our show? And you're like, Yeah, good idea.
3: <laughs> Trick is to yell out the window. Oh, I did. Reach a wider audience.
0: Mm. Good point. Especially if you live in an apartment complex like Matt does.
2: Well, I waited until ever until everyone was doing that whole, like, salute the the uh, the essential workers thing and banging on pots and stuff, and then I just yelled, Kids love Batman! out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, dot com. Exactly. Everyone was real yeah. mad.
0: Yeah, that's okay. But they love Batman, so They it's do. All right. Well, the kids yeah. do. so... Devlin you said like you had seen the series and you said like you you didn't necessarily have a specific episode in mind but you're like I'd I'd like to go with a villain I'd like to like choose a villain that I like Uh, give me a Riddler episode and I feel like you're regretting that now.
3: Well I did say that and you did give me a lot of shit for it at the time Uh, and now I understand why (laughs) Um, I actually haven't seen a lot of episodes and don't know a lot about. Oh, I Batman, thought you said you took a pass. From, I
0: thought you said you took a pass through the series not too long ago.
3: Oh no, I I watched a handful of episodes fifteen oh, years ago. Sure.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, never mind.
3: Um, so that's a broad interpretation. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I picked the Riddler because I knew he was into wordplay and death traps, and I thought he had high energy and war green, classic villain mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah.
0: And instead, he was the Riddler.
3: It's Mm
2: -hmm. not a whole (sighs) lot of that showed up. I mean, they tried with the death traps.
0: He wears green.
2: He He does wear green. Yep.
0: Yeah, but only the one question mark, not not dozens of them. Like, you know, Frank Gorshin or Matthew Lesko. Unfortunately,
2: yeah. There's nothing. There's (laughs) nothing quite like the sedate, subtle Riddler. You know, (laughs) only wore one
3: question mark
2: for his riddle-based crimes. Not do, mm-hmm. do
3: you one think, green bowler hat
0: <laughs> do you think uh, Latin American Riddler wears at least two question marks, one of them upside down
3: <laughs> um yes, and he also wears a grasshopper outfit
0: What, mm. but like a like a like a luchador thing like a like a themed sort of uh uh wrestler costume kind of thing?
3: Well, I was going for like a bumblebee man thing, but <laughs> oh right, <They're> also
0: good, <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> all right, but first. We have more robots to talk about. Yeah, we do. I'm excited about this. Uh, Let me tell you what happens in Heart of Steel part two. When we last saw our hero, he was fighting the mechanical coat rack he's always had in the Batcave who said that he hasn't. Batman makes handy work of the clanking, clattering cacophony of cogs and even manages to throw a few choice quips Alfred's way and wait a minute, wasn't Alfred zapped into unconsciousness just now? Alfred is clearly a robot. Everyone is a robot now. I love this show. Actually, Alfred's fine, but Jim Gordon is still beeping and booping and reciting a series of ones and zeros to young Barbara that translate to I'm fine in binary. Editor's note, the original version of this joke was the actual binary version of I'm fine, but I would have been reading ones and zeros for a full minute to make that joke work, and who has that kind of time? Meanwhile, Hardak has decided the most logical way to defeat the human race is to create two new versions of his patented replicannot robots a slovenly one programmed for only sexual harassment, and a nebbishy one that can flawlessly neglect his son to ten decimal places. (laughs) Yes, Gotham is certainly doomed now that we have robot versions of Harvey Bullock and Mayor Hill. Batgirl—I—sorry, don't know why I want to call her that. Barbara Girl is having none of this and throws the Bullock 9000 into the bat signal, electrocuting him to death. The animators spare no gruesome detail in this exchange, incidentally. Good job defeating that robot batman says to gordon lass she blinks for a perfect beat and then says robot so then bruce goes to cybertron no still not that cybertron sigh and wouldn't you know it that sexy blonde lady he invited to stately wayne manor for dinner ended up being a sexy blonde robot i really need to remember this for when we get to the batman beyond episode entitled terry's friend dates a robot because only he who is without roboinking should cast the first stone there bruce then Batman does a bunch of third act appropriate Batman stuff while Babs Woman rescues the people who got dupletroned, then goes back and rescues Batman, who, for his part, actually did defeat Hardak, only he mostly did it with punching and gadgets, not by outsmarting the thing. Well, I guess Captain Kirk puts it to computers, but Batman puts it to computers. Because never forget, Batman's friend Bruce Wayne dated a robot. <laughs> this one was amazing.
3: Uh-huh, this was so fun. Every part of it. Uh huh.
0: Yep. Like visually and and script wise and performance wise, just ah, oh, so good.
2: I am I am such a sucker for uh like invasion of the body snatcher plots too. Like I love that mm-hmm. shit. And yep. This is very good. The um the shot with all of the with all of the normal people just suddenly having evil red robot eyes is so good.
0: There's a there's a shot of them in the dark for mm-hmm. uh, for like a second where you just see the eyes and then they sort of emerge from the shadows that's just such a classic sort of sci-fi shot it's very very good
3: this episode is such a great pastiche of like all the great sci-fi tropes mm-hmm. of the last 30 years you've got like a smidge of blade runner a smidge of terminator invasion of mm-hmm. body snatchers mm-hmm. it's just great
0: yep and the nice thing about this show, I mean, we joke about how ago it is because it is <laughs> very unclear, but mm-hmm. that does give it sort of a timeless quality. And part of it is, like you say, the pastiche is from all over. It's not like we watched those five sci-fi movies from the early 80s that everyone knows. No, they they, mm-hmm. they covered a lot of ground here. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. And they made it their own.
0: Yep. Which is very good. but And it still feels like, it feels familiar, but not in a way that, like is irritating which is it's a hard needle to thread I think but
2: it's also like the episode is also genuinely kind of creepy and menacing and I also love that
0: yeah well this just this uh, there's there's some particular stuff and this takes us to your good thing Devlin
3: oh yeah the uncanny face melting woman with half a robot face Mm -hmm. crab walking head turning around sort of body horror robots
2: Mm
3: -hmm. um we're really effective for animation and really terrifying for children. Yeah!
2: This would have creeped me right the hell out as a kid.
0: I -hmm. I appreciate, Matt, that you found Clayface unsettling. Mm -hmm. If I watched this as a kid, I would have seen like found much more of this, I think, scary than that episode.
2: Well, I mean, again, robots versus monsters.
0: No, it's not that. It's because they appear to be human most of the time. Mm. Most of the things that happen seem to be happening to, to actual people. And then, oh, wait, no, it's a robot. Like, like the the joke that I made about Bullock. You, you, seriously, a kid watching this might not know that's a robot for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's that's terrifying. Yeah, and that straight that up got death. electrocuted. Yeah, that death scene is brutal. And there's a there's another one where Hardak shoots uh, like a a beam at uh, at his creator, and it looks like he's on fire for mm-hmm. like a couple of seconds. Like, I was genuinely expecting him to turn into like a like a burnt up skeleton.
3: Yeah. It's brutal. Every effect is brutal. Uh Yeah.
0: And we definitely got the A animation team here. There's so many good, just little flares of, of lighting. And, and I don't know how they got away with a lot of this stuff, to be honest, but.
3: Oh, honestly, the explosion scene at the end is just lovely. Uh I mean, the color palette, the lighting, everything is, I could look at it for hours. Mm -hmm.
0: There's, there's a handful of episodes so far. This is a trick that they love and I don't get sick of it ever. Is that, that exact thing. when, People are standing in the aftermath of an explosion, like flames or whatever, and everything just goes red or orange or whatever. It's yeah. it's just so so beautiful every time.
3: I mean, Ugh. it's the same as creepy robots when it's done well. There's nothing better. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I personally, there were a couple of things I found crossed the line into a little bit of cliche for me, but I, you know, most of it I think didn't. So. Mm-hmm. But I think Devlin, didn't you have some trouble with the actual dialogue that uh, that Hardack was was spewing?
3: Oh, Hardack has a real villain speech at the end, and it is just stale, dated, every pulp era sci fi trope about yeah. what is this emotion called love? <laughs> I have come to learn from humans. See, I bring me bother... the one called Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that didn't bother me so much. I don't know. He had the whole thing like. Uh, so his whole origin is his creator lost his daughter, and they they full on like they didn't soften that at all. Which no. I liked. like. His daughter died, and he was inconsolable. And the computer's like, "Well, that sucks. What if what if we made people who never died? How about that?"
3: Um, excuse me, deactivation
0: sucks. <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect un unkillable robots. And it's very like early Star Trek. It's very like um. Uh, what's the one the changeling? Oh uh, yeah, nomad. Yeah, like destroying people because they're imperfect, kind of. Thing.
2: <laughs> Beep boop. What yeah. is love? Yeah,
0: you know, or or the uh, the Zeta Project. Mm-hmm. Well, he this knows what love
2: a... is, at least by the end of the series.
0: We don't
3: know. He that. wants, he
2: wants it you to tell him.
0: Oh,
3: I heard it was canceled before that. <laughs> mm. Canceled on a cliffhanger. Oh no! Damn it!
0: <laughs> will Zeta learn about love?
3: <laughs> Find out never.
2: <laughs> Can't believe they canceled that show. Now I'll never know how he feels about love. I'm for it.
0: Oh. Also, uh, the moment has passed now, but when you're quoting Loverboy lyrics, I just wanted to say Loverbot. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to painfully shoehorn that in here now.
2: I am Loverbot.
0: Uh-huh. Do uh, what I, was I your say. Good, what was your good thing, Matt?
2: Uh, I want, uh, I said this last week, I wanted more Babs, I got more Babs. Very mm-hmm. happy about that. Uh, she's got a bunch of good stuff to do in this episode. Her breaking and entering scenes, very good. Her fight with Bullock Tron is very good. Her uh-huh. going back to save Batman is very good.
0: There's that moment where it's, like, it's it's a bunch of middle-aged white dudes mm-hmm. that, that they're leading out of the thing, and they've been in their, their little Matrix tank or whatever, but still, they, they should still be able to, like, help. And this this college girl just bounds and says I'm going back in to save Batman and they all just look like Ugh. well I'm, I'm glad someone is but I can't I look so far me. away
2: just sort of watching her go just like ah oh, geez the commission's gonna be really pissed off about this
0: <laughs> not my problem it's, it's like You guys are, I mean, the mayor isn't, but you guys are cops. Like, you're supposed to be in shape, and this 19-year-old girl is running rings around you right
2: now. Yeah, no, sorry for what it's worth. I've been floating in a tank since yesterday afternoon, so I'm real tired, okay?
3: (laughs) Hey, floating in a tank real takes it out of a man. Yeah,
2: seriously.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm in my overalls now, you know, uh. I can't, I can't, I don't have the range of motion that I have in my, uh, my rumpled suit.
2: Listen, mister, I ain't in the best shape to begin with if I'm being completely honest Harvey, with Harvey, don't
0: say that! <laughs>
3: you put me in- My pajamas are all waterlogged. <laughs> they c- get squishy when I run.
2: I could barely drag him out of that tank if I'm being completely honest with myself.
0: <laughs> Which I never am.
2: Also, that robot stole my hat, if you can believe that.
0: He can't synthesize a perfect hat. He has to steal the, the real one.
2: <laughs> this is the finest hat I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> it's just so perfectly like like a film noir detective hat. It's it's battered in exactly the right mm-hmm.
2: way. Activating fedora tipping,
0: <laughs> milady. Mm-hmm. <Ugh>. Ah. <laughs> uh. So my good thing, sort of building on yours, is mm-hmm. I I like. I mean, it's obvious, but I like the foreshadowing of B- Barbara becoming Batgirl. Like, yeah. Instead of introducing us to Barbara Gordon, the commissioner's daughter, who's just kind of hanging around, she has all the like all the components of a hero already. She just isn't wearing a costume yet. So, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't just blindside us with, oh, I guess now she's a superhero. Fine, whatever. Cause they definitely pull tricks like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But she is great. Yes. Yes.
3: She's smart and impassioned and running into danger. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I thought you were going to end that sentence with running. She's smart and impassioned yeah. and running.
3: Hey, running is always a plus. Running, yes. jumping, climbing trees.
2: Putting on makeup while you're up there.
0: <laughs> no, it, she's she's excellent, and she is sort of that um, the the trope, like sort of. Uh, uh, Devlin, you said Nancy Drew, like mm-hmm. that uh, yeah. the te- the teen sleuth, the snooping around and and getting the answers the adults can't or won't get. And mm-hmm. again, in lesser hands, that could be cliche garbage, but it works for her. And she's the commissioner's daughter. She's been around like detective stuff her whole life so she's into it you know and it all fits
3: well she's the one doing all the detecting in this episode batman's <laughs> yeah. just getting pummeled by robots
0: yeah <laughs> and...
2: sorry i have severe brain damage from the beating my own my own robot arms gave me
0: <laughs> stop hitting yourself stop hitting yourself <laughs> no it's it's great and all it, all it's gonna take to tip her into being Batgirl is developing a huge crush on Batman, which she probably developed in this episode. Yep, that's the last piece. Like, oh, oh, this is my life now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm poor going Barbara. to
3: ignore that. Yeah, that's not yeah. a great
2: reason to be Batgirl.
0: <laughs> no, put putting aside the unsettling place we know this goes later. Ugh. I think that's always been kind of a kind of a thing. Just like if you if you think of it in the early part of it, just being sort of a pure. Like, oh, Batman's such a hero, so handsome, I want to be like him, you know? Technically
2: her, like, when she was first created, it was to be, like, the the one who's like, oh, Robin's so dreamy. The one who's supposed to, Uh, like, be Batman is so dreamy was uh, Batwoman, who disappeared really quickly. Yeah,
3: I know. So Batgirl's function was to convince the audience that Robin was worthwhile and dreamy.
0: Yep. And to convince all of us that they're not gay. That
2: was the most important reason of all.
0: Because that was definitely a thing back mm-hmm.
3: then. Oh, when you put it that way.
0: Yeah, I, that's okay. Batwoman actually turned out to be gay, so yeah, we we got some queer content out of it. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, she disappeared for thirty years and then they brought her back to be gay. Yeah, one mm-hmm. of those.
2: <laughs> uh huh. Exactly one of those. Didn't she hook up
0: with her name, Is that right? She,
2: yep, she sure did. Yeah. Excellent. And Maggie Sawyer. So she's covered like all the gay characters mm. from that showed up on animated shows.
0: Oh, yeah. Is Maggie Sawyer? Uh... Huh. All yes. Right, good. She's from uh she's from Superman. We'll see her like in a year. But yeah. uh, that's great. Um but your bad thing Matt kind of ties into some of this Barbara stuff
2: I uh, the, the only thing that bugged me about this and also I love this episode so I kind of had to scrape. Um I I'm not a big fan of Barbara exclusively using her makeup compact to solve crimes. Yeah. Like <laughs> she's the commissioner's daughter. You could have had her actually
0: use like I don't know fingerprint stuff. Well, and we see her in her house, like, monologuing to her bear, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you do, that old trope.
3: Sure. Which is adorable. Hey, the
2: bear yeah, is her no, partner, is. okay? He yes. earned his place here.
0: That is true. I mean, he lost that eye in, in the service.
3: Uh-huh. So.
0: But she's she's got all the tools laid out, is what I'm saying. She's got, like, a crowbar, and I think, a, like, a taser, and, like, mm-hmm. a like no, nothing that looks sort of girly, just, like, the tools of either being a detective or breaking and entering. Exactly. And then she yeah, you're right. She she dusts for fingerprints with her like her makeup and she reflects the laser with her mirror and it's yeah. like, oh come on. It's, she, it's we saw her packing up actual stuff. This yeah. is it's not like this is all she has on her.
2: And like if she just used the compact for the laser, like that would have been fine. But like Yeah, hey, I have a
0: mirror on me.
2: But like having it and having using the pow- powder puff, is that right? The, no. whatever it's, that thing the setting powder yeah I guess yeah. see just, the thing she,
3: is if yes. you spend more time on beauty YouTube mm-hmm. you do learn burglary hacks it's not <laughs> just drama oh that's mm-hmm. interesting oh yeah it's, I didn't
0: it's know very it was drama at all I thought it was up. I didn't know it was drama I thought it was makeup tips
2: <laughs> no no it's also a lot of YouTube drama trust me my wife likes this stuff I, I'm so unfamiliar with that world it's, it's weird yeah
3: getting me through self-isolation <laughs>
2: <Hey>. <laughs> whatever it takes yeah
0: but yeah you're right matt it's, it is difficult to find like that is that is kind of a dumb thing and but other than like finding bad things in this one was very,
2: it's very just difficult. it mostly just reminded me there's this there's this cover there's this famous batgirl cover it might be her first appearance where she's just got her bat purse mm-hmm. and it's just like oh <laughs> come on
0: see and there are ways to do versions of batgirl where she is kind of a girly girl and mm-hmm. like it still works, but she can, like, uh, the the famous ish cover from the last couple of years of her doing a selfie is like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, that's what Young Batgirl probably would be like. Yeah. All right, I'm with it. But she's also, when it comes down to, like, you know, punching the Riddler or whatever, she's she can do it. Yes. We could all punch the Riddler. In fact, we, we should. all should f- punch the Riddler.
3: We yes. are all united on this. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh.
3: We're all Batgirl today.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> uh but in in keeping with hard to find a bad thing uh there were a couple of off, slightly off model reaction shots for batman like one where his mouth got really wide like a frog <laughs> and one where his eyes got really big like like when the tick would get like surprised by something both both shots lasted about a second each this was a really hard one to find a bad thing for now i just want to hear batman sing rainbow connection <laughs> No, it was even wider than that. It was like a, like one of those frogs that can sort of unhinge his jaw. Hi-ho, Batman
2: like, the frog here.
0: <laughs> it's weird that that's your go-to for frogs. I get it, but... Mm-hmm. Well, he's the I, best I, I always, frog. Yeah, but I always forget he's a frog. He's the best frog. He's, he's the best Muppet, but he barely looks like a frog to me. Name a better frog. You can't. Michigan J-Frog. this eh, it's a better frog.
3: I mean, I know where I'm putting my money. Kermit mm, yes. is the superior frog. Thank you. I,
0: it's 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 a thing. I just don't perceive him as a frog. He's a better he's better at everything. I'm, right, I'm with it, you there. It's it's right in the name, Kermit the. I know, but uh, he just doesn't look like a frog to me. He never did. When I was a kid, I get it now. But as a kid, it was like, oh, that's just one of those green, bug eyed Muppets. He's not anything.
3: <laughs> what do you think a frog looks like? They're green. I, they got bug eyes. Yeah
0: yeah and a frilly collar, obviously
3: yeah they have hand shaped heads, frogs I, I just
0: assumed he was like
2: whatever grover is or whatever well grover is a monster that's well done yeah I know he's the monster but... at the end of the book mm hmm
0: spoilers i'm I'm well aware From no, I that mean, book that, the... yeah all right uh what else Ah, uh, let's see robots are cool oh. <laughs> there's a bit where the all the all the um the replicants have him like cornered. uh, He's still Bruce. And he escapes by like sort of wiggling out of his blazer. And Mm -hmm. they're all shocked by this. (laughs) Wait, that comes off.
2: We didn't, we didn't expect (laughs) these to come off.
0: It's not, it's not like it was a straight jacket. It's, it's a, it's an article of clothing.
3: I mean, he wiggles out of a tailored blazer that was still buttoned. I do believe that would be difficult
2: all right there's no one Especially better than the
3: amount of time he did it
2: batman trained I mean... for years to be able to escape from his own shirt <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean he got the he got the straitjacket thing in like a day it took him uh-huh. a really long time to nail this one for some reason <laughs> wait how do the buttons on the sleeves go do i have to dislocate I mean... my shoulder
3: really they're shocked they've just never seen bruce outside of his brown sports coat
0: <laughs> yeah i was a little shocked by that too honestly they do love that uh, the brown coat and the mustard shirt, which mm-hmm. I think is a good look, but he needs other looks.
2: I just, I like the idea of him having his closet where like half of it is identical suits and half of it is identical Batman costumes.
3: <laughs> oh, it's a cutting edge of fashion in 19. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bold of you to assume 19 even.
3: <laughs> what what year is that? <laughs>
0: You know, the year of our Lord. Ooh, hey, look over there. Far out
2: future of twenty XDX. There we go. Uh, what else? I love getting back to Hardak. Hordak, Hardak. <laughs> it's Hardak. Q-ack. I love mm. I love his big I love his big electricity crown. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whenever he's Complete- doing some serious thing and he shoots electricity out of his head, and I love it. That feels oh, like an epic...
3: Okay. Yeah, his little ears.
0: Mm-hmm. It feels like an affectation. It feels like I need to look more menacing, so I'm gonna like puff some electricity up now. Mm-hmm. Zap, <laughs> zap.
2: <laughs> well, then when he gets really mad, like his horns light up and they start shooting lasers out of them.
0: Yep. There's a point where the little—I always think of him as like a proto Skeets because he looks like Booster Gold's little robots. He does. Uh, shoot someone in the face and that's another moment where it's like Jesus if I'm a kid and I don't understand these are robots that's another just ugh. <laughs> traumatizing man
3: I do you love that Hardag doesn't understand love but does understand aesthetic
0: yep mm-hmm. big fan yeah I mean there's no those are my
3: priorities too
0: <laughs> he knows what he likes wow. and he goes for it <laughs> I, I just gotta sit with that one for a minute that's pretty, <laughs> pretty profound
3: actually <laughs> Don't don't call attention to it. <laughs> don't look at me. Do not listen to me. <laughs> there is no guest.
0: Hey, but you look great. So who cares if we like you or not?
3: Well, I've been watching a lot of beauty YouTube.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Aesthetic versus love. I, mostly
2: for the drama. But you have picked up
0: some stuff. Right. Like how to break into a building.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. I can kill a man with one eyeshadow.
0: Ooh. All right. Anything else?
2: Yes, I want to talk about the little robot trash can.
0: <laughs> How could we have forgotten the robot trash can?
3: All of th- these robots are, like, tremendously 40s looking. Yep. And this little trash can is so adorable.
2: I love him so much! So, he, like, Barbara's sneaking into the into the building, and this little trash can pops out some wheels, and a little eyeball pops out of its, like, its little flap, and it starts following her down the hallway. <laughs> And every time she turns around, it freezes. It's like, I guess
0: humans are so stupid that they don't know how far away trash cans are.
2: Literally, the (laughs) only thing it's missing is, like, its wheels going...
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And then when she makes it into the lab, it full-on transformers into, like, an actual, like, humanoid robot. Yep. Which is even better.
2: And, like, the transformer effects look really good, too. Like, it looks like it actually works.
0: But it also fits that 40s aesthetic it's not like hey Mm -hmm. we're we're biting the style of this 80s cartoon that you all remember because it was five years ago like Mm -hmm. no it all it all feels like that like a pulp magazine from 1938 it's so good oh all of it's so good i just want to live in this episode
2: and then when it's done it like goes and sits next to its friend guarding a door Mm
0: mm-hmm
3: the they only didn't... thing that could make this better is if Barbara adopted the trash can at the end. Oh, that would be amazing.
2: Batgirl and her friend tr- Trash
0: Lad. Or if <laughs> if she got a crush on the robot and instead took that whole angle instead of Batgirl, she became like Bot Girl.
2: Sorry, I'm just picturing like a trash can, like sitting in the middle of like the Gotham streets at night. And then Barbara pops her head out and starts chasing the penguin down the street.
0: <laughs> chasing the penguin. <laughs> Who just waddles away slowly.
2: I'll get you,
3: penguin. <laughs> you need a slow trash can to chase a slow penguin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm, going we'll matched.
0: I'm going as we'll fast. I'm going as fast as I can. His eye. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> Alright. Anything else?
2: Uh, that's everything I got.
0: Beveline?
2: No, I think I'm set.
0: All right. Well, my quote is a very funny moment, I thought, where um, Barbara's insisting that Batman uh, help her uh, and starts tugging on his cape. And he says this.
1: Not so fast. How are you going to find out? I want to be there.
2: That's not possible. I'll contact you as soon as I know something. Please let go of my cape.
0: Which made me laugh not. I mean, the line is funny, Mm -hmm. but the read is perfect because it's not he's not angry like he would be at most people. He's he's insistent, but he also doesn't want to sound threatening to like the commissioner's daughter. So please, please stop that. You
2: don't tug on Batman's cape. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> they have such a great dynamic already. They too. really do. Yeah. Would
0: you would you say they are a dynamic duo?
3: I would not say that. I, I would not go so far. The, the, the thing is,
2: Babs has only been around for two episodes and she already outshines Robin on every level.
0: Oh yeah. She she has much better chemistry with him than Dick ever ever mm-hmm. did or will.
2: Yep.
3: I still understand who she is as a character. I'm not sure that Robin is smart or not. No. Knights, as as we will anything. get into in
0: the next episode. The thing is, I had a very clear vision of what he was like as a kid like in those flashback episodes in mm-hmm. the 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 Robin episodes. I know what like 7-year-old Dick is like, but I don't know what this version is like at all.
2: He's just not kind a cool. of a Dumbass who thinks he's smarter than people.
3: Oh, Always Speak- well-matched against... I was going to say, speaking of that, <laughs> what an
4: excellent what segue. segue.
0: Also, Devlin, we've talked about this before, but uh, this seems to be your brand. Episodes with the most ridiculously elaborate
3: titles. <laughs> oh, man. Please don't ever give me an episode with less than seven words. That's yeah. my only request. This is like the
0: into the forest I go of, uh, of Batman the Animated
2: Series. But your cares not for the lambs cry.
0: Yes.
3: This is my new catchphrase. 2020.
0: If, if you're so butcher, why don't you lamb? If the
3: world, was,
2: <laughs> if the world is hollow, why aren't you rich? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Why don't you tell us what happens in the premiere episode of The Riddler?
3: <laughs> Graciously entitled, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Edward Nigma, the constantly smirking creator of the wildly popular puzzle video game, arrives at his office to find he's been sacked. Oh no, his boss, the blue Morpho, tells him that maybe he shouldn't have tried to sue Evilco. After all, Eddie signed an intellectual property transfer. A. Always. B. B. C. Contract. <laughs> now it's Morpho's turn to be smug. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? He taunts. So Eddie goes off to invent options trading by buying all the olive futures in ancient Greece. No wait, that was another guy. <laughs> Two years later, and Morpho is still bragging about this one time he screwed over Eddie in an actual business meeting with Bruce Wayne. What a jerk! He's spooked by a news ticker across the way. It reads, Yo Morpho, riddle me this. Why do multi-million dollar deals break down in the wasteland? Bruce hands the puzzler over to his alter ego, Batman. While Robin shows off his sick new two-year-old video game that is also unwinnable to Alfred, Batman comes up with the answer. The Wasteland is a part of the video game, and also the name of the nightclub that Morpho owns. What a coincidence! Oh, this is worse than Magnolia. (laughs) Bats and Robbie swoop on over to the Wasteland to find Gotham's newest hotness, the Riddler, mixing it up with Morpho. Something something about my superior intellect, Riddler taunts before sending his beefy goons to just wail on Batman. In a cascade of pyrotechnics and technotronics, Riddler and his goons <laughs> kidnap Morpho, but not before Batman tips his hand that he's figured out who the Riddler is. Yes, it's an enigma wrapped in a Riddler, shrouded in green polyester.
0: Oh, oh bravo.
3: <laughs> yes! Riddler is not happy that Batman knows his identity. So he lures Bats and Robbie to, the, to one of Gotham's many, many amusement parks to the ride inspired by Riddler's inspired maze game. And by inspired, I mean inspired by the back of a Denny's Kids menu. (laughs) Bats and Robbie use their combined detective skills to solve the increasingly deadly traps in the most satisfying way possible. By running down corridors and grabbing at keys willy-nilly until something goes horribly wrong. F this noise, says Batman, and he hotwires a magic flying hand to Kobayashi Maru to the center of the maze. Well, riddle me this, Batman. The Riddler has one last puzzler before we can rescue Morpho and wrap this up. Who's living rent-free in your head? Brain. It's a brain. You think you're smart. You're always talking about how smart you are. You're horny for brains. It's a brain. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Looks like you've solved my riddle. Riddle. Then the Riddler distracts them with a little attempted murder so he can escape to his next episode, which I will not be on. (laughs) (laughs) Two months later... Bruce and Dick are chatting about how that one business deal went through. And Morpho made a cool $10 million off of Eddie's intellectual property. Again. But the Riddler is still out there, Bruce reflects. Oh, excuse me. The Riddler is still out there, <laughs> Bruce better. reflects. And sure enough, a paranoid Morpho can't sleep for fear of the revenge of the Riddler. I don't know why you won't hire some actual security. If you're so rich, why aren't you smart? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very good. Also, I have to say... The fuck is a Marfow?
2: <laughs> See, I spent this entire episode thinking he looked like the dad from
0: uh, The Brack Show. Also that. Mother, did you now move I'm... my chair?
3: Now I'm concerned they might be the same character.
0: They could be. Entirely possible. I mean, Paul F. Tompkins would be easier to work with than George Lowe for sure. I mean, that that is definitely true. <laughs> also, I have to say I love the turn of phrase pyrotechnics and technotronics. <laughs> very, very, I'm good.
3: very proud of that one.
0: Yes, it's quite good.
3: I've been waiting for an arson in a nightclub for a long time.
0: <laughs> well, haven't we all? Uh, and and <laughs> look, panic in the disco. There you go. Oh. Uh. So yeah, we we talked about this a little at the beginning, but uh, we you assumed the Riddler was great because there's one version of him that is, but this is not that version.
3: I I thought at least there would be something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There is. There's definitely some things he, we can dissect here. He's
3: very Yes, like bad. the terrible pacing.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh. He really does meander through his own caper.
0: <laughs> yeah, you would think, like, his whole thing is, like, uh, devising the perfect, you know, scheme. You'd think it would be planned down to the second exactly how everything would go, but uh, mm, no, nope. not so much. N- nope.
2: Just rolls out some real shitty riddles where it's like oh he said wasteland he's probably at that place that's called the wasteland let's go <laughs> oh, there Yeah.
0: Just, just start in the phone book how it's, about that it's not a oh, riddle look.
2: if you're just like come to my house Batman
0: <laughs> what could that mean
3: <laughs> after this episode I don't even think I know what a riddle is
0: <laughs> well I'm just gonna this is my bad thing I'm just gonna say it the riddler's stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's It's not a great premise for a character, someone who tells Batman and the cops everything he's going to do before he does it in the form of the first kind of unfunny joke form we all learned when we were children. Like, the only time he's ever been interesting is when Frank Gorshin's playing him because that guy was a goddamn maniac. He,
2: here's the issue with the Riddler. The concept isn't bad. It's a good I way disagree. to, like, it's a good way to show the, like, intellectual side of Batman, you know? Like, actually have him try like...
0: Someone who can outsmart him, alright. Exactly.
2: Actually have him trying to solve things. Like, if it's an actual riddle where you have to, like, figure out what you're supposed to be doing, that's interesting. The problem is, no motherfucker can
0: write the Riddler because it's really hard I just think a criminal who tells you what he's going to do, like I understand there's a certain angle for that, like that's his that's his weakness, that's sort of his mental illness, he can't not do that. Mm. But usually it just reads as why don't you just go rob the bank? Why you got to tell them you're going to rob the bank first, you idiots? I I feel like the Riddler's the one whose
2: goons are like he, it's the hardest for him to hire goons. Cause they're just like, we know you, dude. You just all you're gonna do is say, "I'm going to the bank, Batman," and then he'll be at the bank. Yeah, like, (laughs) and you're not the you're not the one. You're the one in the back acting all smug. I gotta get punched in the face.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's all bam zot right in my eye, man. (laughs) But it's, I just I don't understand it. I don't I don't understand the appeal of this character, and I seriously think if that one actor hadn't played him so well mm-hmm. in that one show this character would be a non entity at this point he'd be forgotten like like maybe someone would have resurrected him in an, in a somewhat interesting way like like maybe grant morrison would have brought sure. him back 10 years ago but he would not have been part of like a, a mainstay of the rogues gallery like you know the joker or two-face or something
2: Well, that's that's the issue is that he's one of the he's one of the big guys so everyone wants to use him but again yeah. nobody can write
0: him No, I just don't think he's interesting enough.
3: (laughs) So I do want to do our due diligence and bring up Jim Carrey.
0: Okay. I forgot about that.
3: Oh, okay. That's uh, a (laughs) take in and of itself.
0: (laughs) I cannot tolerate his tomfoolery is what it is. uh, Go ahead.
3: Buffoon. Ruining the craft. (laughs) Buffoonery. Sorry. No, I just wanted to take everybody's temperature on Jim Carrey. Oh, Jim Redler, oh that sounded it's... like
0: a thesis statement. I thought we were rolling into a whole discussion here.
3: Well, I... um I'm ready to launch into a thesis at any moment. <laughs> That's unrelated. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. About Jim Carrey, I'm fascinated.
3: <laughs> well, I I'll just say I think his performance was the best performance for that movie I mean I'll agree and with that movie achieved what it was what it set out to do
0: <laughs> yeah I think all of us are sort of retroactively realizing like those two Schumacher movies were supposed to be campy I think at the time mm-hmm. we were like mm-hmm. "Where where's the where's the Tim Burton version and now it's the, most of us have flip-flopped and said well this is much better because it's fun mm-hmm. but, but, but
3: the darkness
0: yeah it, the dank Mo you gotta have the dank <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's yeah, but he was also channeling Gorshin, I think. Like just that that weird sort of crouchy, mm-hmm. like coiled spring energy as Amanda calls it. Like I think he was just he was just riffing on that, you know?
3: I mean, th- excellent crouching all around. <laughs> yeah.
0: But there's nothing about that that says clever. It was just a weird eccentric choice that that one guy made, you know? And then Jim Carrey's like, "Oh, I could do that." Okay, but Jim Carrey doesn't seem smart enough to outsmart Batman. No.
3: Yeah, but it was better to watch.
0: It was. You're right. It yeah. was it's more entertaining happening on the screen. It's more entertaining, but it's not more believable. Yeah. And that movie wasn't going for believable. So that's fine. I mean, he
2: his big plan was to steal the brain power of everyone in Gotham yeah. using a video game system. I mean, brain, that's... it's a brain. Brains are smart.
4: <laughs>
0: brain <laughs> you get brain. it? Brains. Brain, brain, what is brain? <laughs> that wasn't that was a very good bit. Um
3: okay we can return to the awful motion of this animated show
0: also we did not get the a animation team in this one we sure didn't that didn't oh, help man.
3: there are this so- might have been animated on fives this is <laughs> the, people's heads were just like leaving their bodies yeah, at one point everybody you guys, emoted like porky pig
0: <laughs> you guys pointed out that like the big dramatic reveal shot of of the Riddler, like mm-hmm. the, the close-up, the, the well-drawn close-up of him. <laughs> Just his mouth was moving. Yep. Yeah. It's
3: a lovingly Ugh. painted uh, background from probably a different team, and a mouth slapped on it. You'll notice,
2: Batman, that my entire body is completely incapable of movement in this scene. I've been paralyzed
0: <laughs> from the lips down and the lips up. Am I cool okay. yet, Batman.
3: No. Please enjoy this dramatic reveal of the character you saw 30 seconds ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, bought a, I bought a green suit and a dad tie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My job lets me wear wacky ties, but only on Fridays.
3: <laughs> I do love his little green shoes, though.
0: <laughs> I think it's not a bad outfit. It's not a bad reinvention of that mm-hmm. basic motif. It doesn't look like he's wearing spandex. They, they put him in a suit. You know? Well,
2: as, as someone yeah. who, like, when this episode came out, was used to the, like, the full-on Riddler onesie covered in uh, question yeah. marks. Like, <laughs> this was a very daring new reinvention.
0: The one that absolutely required a codpiece or things would have gotten, like, sensory real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Ooh, there's your kids love Batman. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Frank's Gorshin. Oh, yep. <laughs> Gorshin's Gherkin.
3: I don't care for any of this.
2: Gorshin's Frank. <laughs> oh, there
0: you go. It's Franks and beans. Um, I'm glad we got to workshop that together. <laughs> I I did like... Hey, we got a tight five on the Riddler now. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than this episode had. A very tight five right around the uh, the penis area. So, okay. I will say... The guy doing his voice, John Glover, mm-hmm. who uh, is a, uh, he's mostly a character actor that I know from a lot of stuff. He yep. was, um, uh, to uh, to us, who, to we? How do you say that? I don't know. Anyway, we we who have watched all of Star Trek know mm-hmm. him best from an episode of Deep Space Nine where he tries to steal the Dax symbiont from uh, Dax. early DS9 Dax, who just sort of stands there, like, ineffectually, like... Mm-hmm. The first two seasons, Dax, who doesn't fight back at anything.
2: No, stop. Don't steal my symbiont. I'll die. Oh, no.
0: I need that to live. It's oh, part no, of myself. Oh, no. Time to
2: die. <laughs> oh,
3: oh,
0: well. Yeah. There it is. Nailed it. That's, it's like Terry Farrell's right in the room here with uh-huh. us. <laughs> wasn't her fault at all. Mm-hmm. They just wrote that character so weak until they're like, oh, wait. She's kind of an unofficial Klingon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now she's cool. But um, uh, he was he was great in that. He was a good villain in that. But he's he was the villain in uh, Gremlins 2. I mean, apart from the Gremlins, sure, uh, and uh, many, many other things. But I think he's a good choice. I like his voice. He's yeah. got, he's got that smug, smart guy voice that really works for this character. I think. Uh, fuck you, Batman. Oh, Batman! I'm much more clever than you. Like, I could see David Hyde Pierce doing it too. David Hyde it's Pierce the, would be I a really it.
2: good Riddler.
0: But it's that oh, same. It's that same range. Actually, David Hyde Pierce would be better at it. But it's that same general area of like. You look at him and you just want to smack him. <laughs> Shut up about where that you went to Harvard, for Christ's sake.
2: <laughs> Actually, Nobody really cares. Liked, I really like uh, Jim Rash. Is it Jim Rash? Uh-huh. Yes. In, in uh, the Harley Quinn show as Riddler. He's so good.
0: Mm.
3: Again, I'm, he's got like a smidge of that mania. Yeah.
0: I, I That one didn't do it for me, but I, I appreciate that you, like, I could see why you liked him. Just, yeah. Not for me. That is an interesting take on that character, though.
3: Yeah. They also used him, finished with his story, and put him in a hamster wheel. Yep. Like, yep. They knew how to use that character. Put him right. away.
0: Yep. Um, What was your bad thing, Matt? Uh, oh, yeah. I
2: fucking hate that. There's a scene in this where they, they just spell out the, that the Enigma thing is a thing.
0: <laughs> oh, no. There are two scenes cuz like, there's when it happens and yeah. Batman goes Enigma of course and then later he's in the car with Robin yeah, and, and they, they gotta call talk it out about again it.
2: twice it's like Edward Enigma that's short for Enigma which is a thing Robin what kind uh-huh. of thing Batman <laughs>
0: uh-huh I will I know, say it's a pun or
2: play on words
0: it's a pun or play on words uh, I I will say the rest of your bad thing that you wrote in our notes here says mm-hmm. you didn't do that with Jack Napier, and it occurred to me I was today years old when I realized Jack Napier is Jack and nape Yeah, I did not put that together until you called it out. So. Oh well, I'm happy to help out. <laughs> Sometimes I need them to spell it out, is what I'm saying. Because when you they put didn't that, call
3: I'm out Judy Punchwell. Oh,
0: the Punch the and Judy I themed just villain. Made out. Yes, <laughs> the Punch <laughs> and
3: Judy theme <laughs> villain. Wow.
0: Does he? Uh...
3: Writing Batman is easy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah it is. Well, that's <laughs> unless you're writing the Riddler. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be good, obviously. Clearly. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um I I I agree with you. Isn't there a version in the comics where his given name isn't Enigma where well, they, he adopts that as a as part of his whole affectation?
2: That really felt they did that back in the eighties and it really felt like one of those things where they were like trying to make everything more realistic, but well, no one's actually called
0: Enigma. Yeah, but so what we'll I just like have him is make it up. What I like is that it keep it it retains that idea, but it also makes it a little more plausible. This guy probably wasn't named Enigma. He mm-hmm. probably took that name on because of his old dumb riddle thing. See, I, like, like, you get it both ways. That way,
2: I think. See, like for me, it's like it's the Batman universe. This is just how people work. Victor Freeze is named Victor Freeze. Like, yeah, it just it just happens, you know. I mean, I I, I don't Kevin know. Kevin J. Coldington went on to become Captain Cold. Like
3: <laughs> Honestly, if you call attention to it, you disrupt the fabric of this universe. That's this is my point,
2: basically. Yeah. yeah. Like it's
3: fine
2: I it's fine to do it, but as soon as you're like, hey, that's weird mm-hmm. like the whole thing falls apart.
0: No, and like I say, they do it in two different scenes here. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help.
2: Also, just as another scene where Robin looks like a moron, which is apparently all he does on this show this is
0: this is something I definitely wanted to talk about. so in batman sixty six, like which everyone probably already knows, only finally hit video about five years ago. Mm-hmm. like it was tied up in in rights issues for years, and it only finally was official. like unless you caught it on TV, you couldn't see it. So mm-hmm. we made our first pass through as adults, like five years ago or four years ago, whenever it was. and so you notice a lot of things you don't notice when you're a kid. And one of them is this really consistent thing about Robin, which is he's always the one that solves the riddles. He's a little smarter than Batman about this one particular mm-hmm. thing. And I always really liked that. Like as goofy as campy sh- as that show was, the characters had a couple of little things that I liked. And that was one of them. And this Robin is the complete opposite of that. He's so stupid. <laughs> he just, he can't like, a riddle? What's a riddle? I don't know. Un- He's asking a question. Uh, well, I'm baffled by this form. Uh-huh.
3: He probably hasn't had the best education since he started living with Bruce. <laughs> he started living with Bruce when he was seven. Well, yeah, all- he hasn't had the best education since then. Bruce <laughs> won't teach him anything. Bruce- He's been running around at night and sleeping during the day.
0: Uh-huh. You don't. Th- you don't think Bruce paid to send him to good schools? No, I don't, I don't think- actually think that.
3: I don't think Bruce paid to get the board game trivial pursuit because otherwise he'd be able to keep up <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's like
2: it's like instead of learn of learning like you know math or history or anything he just learned how to untie a variety of knots
0: i mean batman is supposed to be both things yeah Batman's supposed to know yeah, robin is not yeah mm, yeah but he's supposed to be a little batman that's supposed to like be his thing
2: the one thing batman didn't spend years learning <laughs> was how to be a good teacher
0: <laughs> it just i i like when robin's clever mm-hmm. and we talked about this a few weeks ago when uh in the in the robin origin episode where bruce is uh fencing with him and it's like you need finesse it's not all brute force it's finesse too mm. and then smash cut to him uh blow torching someone's door open yeah <laughs> You know lock picks are a thing right? it's
2: it's just like it feels like the like in order to make Batman look cooler, they make Robin look worse, yeah, and you know there there's a there's a world that exists guys where both of them look cool
0: I just like I say, I like when Robin brings different skills like of of course as fanboys you want Batman to be the best at everything, but mm. the people on his team should have specialties where they're actually a little better than him at one or two things yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Just like when Batgirl comes into the fold, she should be better at certain things. And, and Tim also, just, mm-hmm. you know. But like, instead, otherwise, this version is usually the best people. at everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Devil, what was your bad thing?
3: Oh, God. Speaking of things that suspend your disbelief and <laughs> then having that crash down on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. The giant flying hand of fate <laughs> in the amusement park game was so supremely stupid it just ruined my life <laughs> mm-hmm. This I, I gotta say in general watching the show the win ago of it all does not bother me but no it doesn't <laughs> actually
0: bother me i just think it's a fun comedy springboard it doesn't bother me in the least
3: yeah but i love i love this like mixed match of of technologies and mm-hmm. styles, but to have amusement park technology that's indistinguishable from magic
0: is just <laughs> a bridge too far. Yeah, they they clearly got this from, like, Apocalypse or something. Yeah. Just, like, flying platform from some advanced alien race.
2: I also love that it sounds like hover bikes.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's just coasting down this maze,
2: going...
3: <laughs> you well, can kind I mean... of extrapolate that maybe this is a universe where amusement parks are the most important thing and that's why there are 30 of them and half of them are abandoned and being rebuilt Uh,
0: we set this on the show the money is well none of the the show weeks ago but like the the gotham city needs a law like if your amusement park closes like that's going to happen sometimes you're Mm going to go out of business you have to bulldoze it
2: especially in this economy am i right
0: am i right
3: (laughs) um sure
0: uh let's but yeah you're not wrong and like all of the all of the things in the maze like Mm -hmm. not just the flying hand but the 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 robot minotaur the the other robots patrolling the thing like the robots in the last episode all sort of like well they came from a robot lab so it Mm -hmm. made sense why they were there but Mm -hmm. also they had a a very sort of uh, minimalist look to them so it looked like okay this you could probably build this in this world. Sure. But these just look like full on, like you say, like like magic.
2: Yeah. The one thing it's too much. The one thing I liked is the little griffin robots, which just looked like the Riddler would shove them into frame with his cane. And...
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it was a forced perspective thing, like they're actually tiny, but yeah, uh... he's
2: like he's like hiding behind a corner, just like this'll get Batman.
0: Shove. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> they're shopping carts with paper griffins on them fire in shoves into frame
0: we have got to keep it thematically appropriate go
2: get him my pet uh, uh,
3: uh, uh. <laughs> uh-huh. he doesn't have that video game residuals so he's got to make
0: <laughs> so speaking of the uh the recycled sound effects the the video game that robin's playing very obviously uses sound effects from uh super mario brothers it sure does and not just mario one there's some mario 2 stuff in there mm-hmm. as well
2: well mario 2 like, was the new hotness at the time
0: uh no Mario 3 would have been out by this. Was point.
2: it out by is 92, right?
0: Actually actually the Super Nintendo would have been out so Mario World would have been out. Oh, that's right. Cuz we got the uh
2: the Adventures of Batman and Robin the game for the Super Nintendo.
0: Yeah, like there's a handful of like the first 10 episodes they just took the the third act face-off and made that a a level of the yep. game. <laughs> Remember it well. Uh-huh. Probably wasn't very good. It sure wasn't. There was a PS2 Batman game that was very good though. They got all the voices and everything. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, and, and also Dick was terrible at that video game. (laughs) So it's not like, okay, maybe he's just sort of like, oh, you know, these modern kids, they don't, they, like, they can't hack it when it's like, when you frame it like it's a history lesson or something. But if you put it in video game form, they can do it. No, he's stupid at that, too.
2: I like, I like Alfred coming up behind him and just being like, if you crouch down on the white block, you can get the warp whistle, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I don't watch television, but I
0: play the hell out of video games.
2: <laughs> you guys seen The Wizard yet? It's amazing. <laughs>
0: Love Fred the Savage glove. deserves an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> um, My good thing sort of ties into Devlin, so we'll do your second. Matt, what do you have? Uh, I like the ending. We talked about this a little
2: bit, but I just like that ending of uh, Mockridge, who's a real piece of shit for the entire episode, Right. He's just fucking terrified, like locked up in his apartment, terrified that the Riddler's going to come and. Yeah, the
0: everyone. last 60 seconds is just him looking over his shoulder and checking his locks and like holding his gun shakily. And Which very,
2: very Devlin uh, correctly mm-hmm. identified as a t
0: shirt cannon. <laughs> yeah. But then you correctly pointed out, well, Maude Flanders was killed by a t shirt cannon. So. <laughs> uh, Devlin, what was your good thing?
3: Uh, my good thing is that this episode and this. Show in general tends to frame the greedy, heartless corporate guys as the real villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep like creating the incidents for people to just lose and snap and become villains.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I like that. It's nice yeah. to see.
0: It's very good. And it's it's a good lesson for the kids. Mm-hmm. In in the same way that we have to suspend disbelief and just like assume the Gotham cops are mostly good. Like Bruce is the only good billionaire. Yeah. It's well, that same.
2: Anything. I I much prefer like we did this ep- the episode a couple weeks back with uh, uh, Nostromo where we didn't mm-hmm. give a shit because all he was doing was tricking rich idiots, you know, yep. and I much <laughs> yeah, I right. much prefer seeing this where the Riddler also is tricking a rich idiot, yeah, but also but... it's not framed that he's a good person in any way.
0: No, not at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so my good thing, and I swear to Christ, I am not going to do this every time the name David Wise comes up. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say, hey, I kind of knew that guy a little bit. We were online for Did I mention? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I'm i not. There's a reason I'm bringing it up this time. It's like I knew him well enough and I, I talked to him a bit to know the axe grinding about corporate assholes and work for hire was extremely personal. He right. was... Like, that aspect of this episode I genuinely mm-hmm. liked, and I know because, like, I listened to the guy talk about this. He, like, this is the guy who, I- I've said this before, and people already know this probably, like, created the most familiar version of the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And probably didn't get paid shit for it. Certainly yeah. didn't get continually paid as that as that franchise raked in millions and billions of dollars. And he, he made his, like, he made his livings writing for Masters of the Universe, Transformers, Mm -hmm. Turtles, and, like, it was all work for hire for him, and he probably did okay, but nowhere near the money that those things were pulling in, and he probably hated it. Well, for
2: creating these memorable characters that, like, we still love now, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you get nothing. Like, I think about, um, like, Jack Kirby got, like, the only way he actually got paid for a lot of his later stuff was, like, he was drawing the the comics for the superpowers action figures. Yep. I remember. And like that's this well, is the dude who created like so many fucking characters. Yeah, I got nothing.
0: No. Yeah, and and this was a conversation that the comics world was just finally starting to ha- mm. have like in the late 80s early 90s. Mm. Like Alan Moore for all his bitchy old manness now was one of the first people to say, "Hey, I made these characters, shouldn't I get Something more than just like the one paycheck. Yeah, if you're gonna keep printing this book, and they said, and, "Sure, we'll pay you as soon as Watchmen goes out of print." hee hee. Yeah. And then they never took it out of print. Mm-hmm. But but what I'm saying is he he was starting that conversation. A few other people were. Image Comics had just started to become a thing. Yep. Those guys broke away to do with it, but it was it was still early on. And to put this idea in a kids' show to actually use the phrase "work for hire" mm-hmm. and to show someone getting screwed out of getting paid for it. First of all, that's a very kid love Batman moment. Kids don't know what that means. <laughs> but second, it's saying, "Hey, look out for creative people because corporate people are screwing them." And like, good job, man. That's 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 a conversation that needs to happen and it's a good it's a good thing to plant in kids' heads on top of what you said, Devlin, about just corporate people in general, you mm.
3: know? Oh, yeah. I mean, and extrapolating further, IP transfer agreements are disgusting. I mean, they often read that any idea you come up with, anything you work on outside mm-hmm. of work hours, mm-hmm. at your own home, on your own machine, as long as you're employed by yep. a corporation, that belongs to the corporation.
0: Yeah. yeah. You work for us on any ideas you have are our property automatically. That's, yep. Yep. It's it's the worst. And I like that the germ of his, what turned him you know, into this mess was a, a kind of a relatable thing, you know? Mm-hmm like he came up with a cool idea that made you a lot of money and he didn't get paid shit for it. Yeah. So
3: and the smart thing would just be to pay him. Pay him. Yeah. Keep it on yeah. the team.
0: But like you pointed out in your summary, he's still bragging about screwing this guy over 2 years later.
3: <laughs> 2 years later in a business meeting.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, with someone who's never met him and doesn't give a fuck. Like Bruce doesn't <laughs> care about any of this.
3: Bruce is literally yawning.
0: Yep. I'm I'm here to invest in your company. I don't I don't care that you screwed an artist that's okay cool. but that's
2: cool. i really fucked this guy over okay let me let me let me frame it for you cuz you you're, you're going to love this am i no get me a pen I and I paper <laughs> <laughs> okay here's a picture of him see he looks real sad and he's got his he's got see he's got his pockets pulled out of his pants to show how poor he is <laughs> because of all the money Ooh, now, he stole
0: from him in the next panel i'll draw him wearing a barrel because he can't even afford clothes
3: <laughs> oh and the pen i'm using is green i wonder if that's going to pay off later <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah Question mark.
2: Look, I drew a bunch of dollar signs with wings flying away from him.
0: <laughs> and here's me with a big smile on my face. <laughs> yeah, and that's two you. Two pretty girls, one on each arm. My yeah.
3: tongue has a dollar sign on it. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and here's the sun with sunglasses.
3: <laughs> I love a sun with sunglasses.
0: I know. Yes, I know. <laughs> I guess he's going to give you two scoops of raisins. I don't know.
3: He's so cool. <laughs> No, I also what drew all the raisins. his eyes from? He's no, a al- cool dude.
0: I also drew all the raisins with wings flying away, so. Are they California raisins? Do they each have distinct personalities? <laughs> they do. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, you part should be com-
4: rich.
3: Part of a complete <laughs> breakfast I in this kitchen where the toaster is also flying away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, so it's definitely the early 90s then with the flying toasters. Flying toaster, yeah.
3: no. <laughs> Did you know that Edward Nigma invented flying toasters?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I
2: did now. He should be rich then. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, let's see here.
3: Uh, Riddler does call Robin Batman's not-nose cohort, which is a turn of phrase I love. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you nailed good. it, Riddler. Yep.
3: Oh, at one point, a goon's face turns bright red like he's Bugs Bunny.
0: Yep. It, it blinks bright red <laughs> like he's the boss <laughs> in a Nintendo game. <laughs>
3: can't get over this animation. I think
0: it's it's they're in the club at that point and they're fighting and I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be the reflection of some neon or something but it does not read that way at all. Well, it's just his head it looks like. Yeah no
2: I no, think it's
3: right after Robin uh, pants him and he's very upset his mm-hmm. boxer yeah. shorts no. have little red hearts on them
0: <laughs> I think I think the like the storyboard might have said like his face turns red from the neon and mm-hmm. the animators interpreted that to mean oh of course he's mad so his face turns red yeah N- no that's not what we meant guys <sighs> all right because it's always Anything good else? when the
2: when this Batman cartoon descends into Looney Tunesisms.
0: there are moments where that works <laughs> this is not one of them no um, the Joker definitely has some Looney Tunes moments.
2: Oh, though. yeah. Uh, I love Riddler addressing, addressing Batman as Bat-something-or-other. Yep. <laughs> He's so smart he doesn't have time to deduce what kind of bat this man might be.
0: Oh, I took that to mean, like, like th- that extra smug of, no, I don't watch TV. No, I've never heard of Batman.
2: I just like looking at my fire.
0: <laughs> if I'm so smart, sir, so why am I working for rich people? <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it. All my other notes are just how dumb Robin is. Yeah, he's pretty dumb. Uh, Devlin, you got a quote for us?
3: I got a a quote. I got Riddler Riddlin about that horrible hand. Batman, where are you?
0: Forget it, kid. I handed him his walking papers. That was some cheesy-ass wordplay there. (laughs) Oh, boy.
3: There was so much... Cheesy wordplay, but it never really took hold.
0: No. Mm. I, every time they said hand of fate, I just thought Manos the hands of fate. And I know that's not one of your favorite MSTs because it's, it's dull it's and upsetting. terrible. But, <laughs> yeah. But I just kept hearing the Torgo theme just every time. When that hand I mean, would float by. I'd...
3: Watching this episode, my eyes glazed over and all I could hear was the Torgo theme. That's <laughs> unrelated.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. all right well i guess that's all for this time uh devlin you have anything you'd like to plug
3: oh you guys heard of this hot new show called endeavor
0: no not ringing right yeah all
3: right well give it a google whatever
0: (laughs) that's endeavor with a u right Mm
3: -hmm. um no the uh the cheap spelling yeah saves on printing costs
0: yeah i messed that up (laughs) It's because that's how we spell it here. I didn't know we kept the British spelling for the space shuttle.
3: Yeah, American English dropped the U to save on printing costs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, but well, space I, shuttles are expensive. But it's I was born. American
3: ass thing ever.
0: I was born into a world 200 years after that, so that's just how it's spelled. I don't know why.
3: Well, your lack of printing press and early media trivia is not my concern. Okay, that's fair. I'm sorry, I, should... I was channeling the Riddler there. <laughs> you
0: need to be much more smug about it.
3: Uh, I'm sorry, and... I was channeling the Riddler there. There you go. Uh, nailed it. it.
0: Blah. <laughs>
3: Blah. <laughs> um, I'm one of the voice actors on Endeavor, and it's honestly one of my favorite things I get to do. I play a mad scientist chief medical officer who hates all her patients.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: We actually... So uh give that a listen. We just dropped uh, a short on our Patreon, if that's a thing that people are interested in, where you yes. where you play her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, if if I could uh, toot my own horn for a minute, one of my better performances. Mm-hmm. I thought. Um, and I wrote, yes, wrote so it, so we can right? all feel smug. Yeah, Yay. no, we all we all uh, we all threw into what was one of the best things that that show's made so far. It's pretty mm-hmm. good, uh, I and mean, our composer. I
3: would say if you enjoyed this episode of Kids of Batman, you owe it to mm-hmm. yourself who spend a dollar or five or ten on the patreon mm-hmm. and listen yes. to uh, our reunion show
0: yes <laughs> our reunion show
3: <laughs> yes yes
0: also uh if you donate to our patreon uh you get access to all the stuff we do like mm-hmm. uh, uh everything from this show everything from endeavor uh, uh the uh, uh death of Podcast, the Discworld show that amanda and i do mm-hmm. we've completed that entire series and you get all of it just just in one go yeah uh But for this show in particular, this month, we dropped our second direct-to-video review of uh, New Frontier, Mm -hmm. which is a video adaptation of my favorite comic, and it's fantastic. So check that out. It's patreon.com slash Algar. Uh, If you want to listen to Endeavor, that's our Star Trek fanfic show. It is ussendeavor.com. The website for this show is kidslovebatman.com. You can write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Uh, Do you want to give any of your social stuff, Devlin?
3: yeah follow me on instagram i'm at devlin grim um d-e-v-l-i-n-g-r-i-m-m i do critical writing i do creative writing and i do pictures of my cats
0: yeah that's that's uh that's an excellent venn diagram of like everything i want to see on the internet i love your
3: Anything cow six? cats mm-hmm. i love them too
0: <laughs> uh we are on twitter at algar at robot matt uh and that's all for this time yeah see you folks
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com/algar. That's A L G A R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2020 Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.